Welcome back. This is the Confident Collective Podcast, and we are your hosts. I'm Ryan. And I'm Christina. We are curb models, content creators, and some would even say comedians. We started the Confident Collective Podcast to help you live your most confident life by sharing our stories and sitting down with experts to talk about, well, life. We chat sex, dating, business, relationships, and so much more. We hope you love this episode, so let's get into it. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. We're back. We're energized. We're rested. Well, I am. Are you? I'm fucking exhausted, <laughs> but I will be honest with you. December was such a wash for me. It was sad. We were sick for like weeks and weeks and weeks. And I found ourselves like in this new city, in a new state, sick as hell, just like lonely and sad, honestly, that I just feel being healthy again somewhat. <laughs> I feel so invigorated. I'm just feel happy. Free. No, I don't feel free. Oh, I was like, you can leave your house. You can. Oh, I guess. I guess. It's weird being sick in a month where you're supposed to have so much fun. I know. That does kind of suck. You know? But also, it's kind of a good time to get sick in a weird way because work-wise, it's like slower. Yeah, but it was like Nicholas's birthday, Steve's birthday. Yeah, you had a lot going on. I had a lot going on. You you had a lot going on. I take it back. It was a good time for me to get sick. It was a good time, but you were healthy. I was healthy. So that's Um, good. Yeah. Thank Are you, you feeling invigorated? Are you feeling rested? No, I feel rested. I honestly felt like I was at home for a full seven days and I definitely got like antsy at the end. I was mm-hmm. like, okay, like let's get the show on the road. You right. Know? Okay. I will say, I think that, and I talked about this a little bit later on in the episode, but all of 2023 kind of just felt like a little difficult for me. Mm-hmm. I just, I honestly think I was just going through it postpartum wise and I just, It was hard. It was so many life decisions, so many things going on that I am so ready to rediscover myself in 2024. I feel freaking excited. I feel like I'm going to be back. Yeah. Well, it's hard to, I think, have that like fun and excitement when you're kind of weighed down by these like big decisions and Mm -hmm. like the logistics that come with that. Like when you're not settled in a house, you can't really fully you know, enjoy it. Or when you're moving across, you just had a lot going on last year. A lot going on. And I feel like it kind of set the groundwork for you for for this year. I think so too. I'm so excited. I'm very excited. Um, Well, a few updates. I watched Saltburn. Have you seen it? Dude, I have not seen it. I'm sick. I actually don't really know what it's about. I just, there's like- I didn't know what it was about either. Okay. I just hear people talking about it and I feel like everyone's talking about Saltburn without any context. Yeah, like like you. I know, like, <laughs> I know. Do you know what I mean? It's like you just have to see it. Okay, so I'm going to have to see it. I will just say don't watch it with your parents. Oh, my gosh. So basically I watch it with my parents and my sister. And like <laughs> there's one scene. Uh, this isn't going to give anything away. Okay. There's a bathtub scene. And in this, I'm Are there like. multiple people in the bathtub? I'm not going to share any details. Okay. <laughs> and I'm thinking my god and my parents were thinking oh my god do you know what I mean (laughs) yes yes I know exactly what you mean but I couldn't say that in front of my father no it is so fucking weird watching anything remotely sexual in front of your family even sometimes when I'm watching a movie or something and like there is a lot of profanities I even feel uncomfortable in front of my parents no but the sexual stuff 
is just so uncomfortable. <laughs> and I feel like the need to like overcompensate because I'm uncomfortable. So I'll be like, oh, that's so fucked up. Yeah. Or like, oh my God. Like, and so you're, I make but it meanwhile worse. inside, you're like, oh my gosh, I fucking want to be in that scene right now. No, I was literally like, oh my God. <laughs> and I was like, oh, wait. <laughs> oh my gosh, I cannot wait to watch it. Wait, that's actually funny because <sighs> during New Year's, we were playing Cards Against, Cards Against Humanity. My mom was in the room. And that game could it's just It's kind of sexy. And dirty. also just like so dirty and inappropriate. And I don't, I didn't care at this point. Like there was a, a whole group of us playing, but my mom was just laughing along with things. And I was like, oh, okay. Like maybe she's not as square as I thought she was. I mean, <laughs> like what was one of the cards? I can't remember. I don't know. It was just like inappropriate. But okay. my cousin who's like so maybe 30 years younger than my mom was like, oh my God. <laughs> my mom was just like laughing. So it was just like funny seeing people's reactions yeah. to things, you yeah. know? Oh, wow. Okay, Saltburn, adding to the list. Did you watch... Gosh, leave the world behind. Yes, whatever you're thought. I loved it. I hated it. Okay, why did you hate it? I, okay, I love end of the world movies. Okay. Like I love that stuff. I hate end of the world movies. Oh, see, so maybe, maybe that's, that's why. why. Okay. I just did not like how there wasn't like I felt like so much of the movie was a build up, and there was never like the thing. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Like, I feel like it was all setting the scenes. I was, like, waiting and waiting for it to be, like, really in the thick of it. Got and it. And then we just, like, never got there. Right. That's how I felt. I thought it was the perfect amount of eeriness for me because I'm someone who gets just, like, super scared. Mm. And I thought it was, like, eerie enough. Um, but I wasn't, like, I, I wasn't, like, turn the lights on. Do you know what I mean? Right. Um, and I actually loved the ending. Okay. I do you think, oh, I don't want to ruin it for anybody. But yeah, the ending is very much open to interpretation, though. Um, really? What, what, how did you <laughs> interpret it? I feel like there was only one way to interpret it. How did you interpret it? Uh, that they were going into that bunker and staying there for the next like years, and this is going to be their family together. Like, oh, the world was ending. if they make it. Well, or maybe the girl will be in there alone. Oh, no, I didn't know. They're going to make it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. It, I think it Sorry, was a spoiler alert. <laughs> <laughs> if you wanted to not have the ending ruined. Sorry. Yeah. Okay. I, but a lot of people didn't like it, and I did. So it was just random. Yeah. Well, watch Saltburn, and then we need to discuss. Okay, well. Because it was so good. Actually, wait, I heard Saltburn ending a lot of people weren't happy with. I have thought about the ending scene. A hundred times. Oh my gosh. Okay. Perfect. The ending scene is truly, I can't wait for you to watch it because I know what the ending scene is and you don't. And I just, it's good. Okay. But also the ending, I mean, the whole movie. Yeah. You don't, I never knew what was really going to happen except for, for most of the time it was just like, what the fuck is how you felt is when you're watching scary? it. Is it scary? No. Okay. But creepy. Not okay. scary. Okay. Um... But also, yes, I'm doing a January dating challenge where I'm going on a date every single week for the month of January. Okay, I'm really excited about this because our last episode it we was just about disappointing how, how you barely dated in 2023. I know, and I love that you're making a challenge for yourself. I know, me too. Okay, so do you have a date lined up then? I have a date lined up. I kind of actually went on the Facetime date last night, but I don't know if that counts. I think we need. I think it needs to be physical dates for sure. In person dates, no in person. <laughs> What's a physical date? Physical date. Yeah. No, I agree. So I didn't really count that. I wouldn't count that. Mm -hmm. um, but he's really cute. And I think it seems to be going well so far. Question. For this challenge, does each week have to be a different person? No. Okay. So 
So if you like your first date, you can continue dating him for th- the whole month, technically. True. Or are you trying to meet other people? Uh, the thing is, like, I mean, I'm trying to manifest a different experience from my past. Mm-hmm. But I think it might be more than one person. Okay. So we'll see. But I think this is a good... I've had recently a lot of opportunities come to me without trying. You've had a lot of dating opportunities come to you. Yeah. My Italian boyfriend asked me to go to Vegas with him. Wait, what? You did not tell me about this. Okay, so when I was in Florence. Yes. I met this man. Like two summers ago? Two summers ago when I did my big trip. I was sitting at lunch in Florence. This is when you were with Courtney? This is when I was with Courtney. And we met this like hot, older, like silver fox man. Yeah, I remember that. He has responded to every single one of my Instagram stories since 2022. (laughs) I love that. Flame emoji, blah, blah, blah. (laughs) He messages me. Should I just read it? Yeah. Should I hope he doesn't read it. I'm not saying anyone's name. Um, I love how you automatically assume that every guy that you're talking to listens to the podcast, by the way. Well, they're they're obsessed with me. So and like, also, why I love they? how you're like, I'm not going to say his name, but he's a silver fox that I met in Florence. I think he's going to know it's him. He won't listen to this. <laughs> he goes... How is the beautiful Rayan doing? I will be in Vegas January 8th through the 13th. Any chance we could meet? You could be my guest, of course. Cheers and big hugs to you from Florence. I was like, can I see him? Well, yeah, this is a screenshot. Oh, okay. Um, Wait, I love that. And I, the thing is, is he's married. (laughs) So I'm not going. Okay. I'm not, that's not me. And also like, I don't. I feel weird about that. The thing is, sometimes I feel like, oh, my God, I need to be, like, young and wild. And if, like, an old Italian man wants to fly me to Vegas, like, I should say yes. But it's just not me. Like, I feel kind of icky. Yeah. You know, like, being his guest. Yeah. He's also married, so. But even if he was, actually, if he wasn't married, I think I would go. It'd be a little different. Um, It'd be a lot different. And I was like, I said I couldn't go. And he's like, such a shame we can't meet. You can't imagine how much I would have liked to see you again. A lot, really. <laughs> I'm blah, sorry. Blah, blah, blah. A thousand kisses. Let's stay in touch. I'm I just, was like, honestly, that's the energy I need. Definitely. I'm just a little annoyed the message didn't start with ciao, Bella. Ciao, Bella. <laughs> oh, oh, he's hot. I know. Yeah, he's hot. So um, in another life, maybe I could be more reckless. But... I have a conscious. <laughs> conscience. Conscience. So I can't. Okay. Well, I'm really excited for this dating challenge. I feel like, and I just feel like that's the right energy going into 24 that you it's need. It's the right energy. Well, and I also didn't specify I'm not on dating apps. You just completely removed yourself. I'm just finding them in person or they're coming to me. They're, I'm through whatever means necessary. Chris, you don't have any friends for Ray? Okay. He's gonna he's gonna be like, I would never set her up with any of my friends. I hear I hear the shit that they say every week. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, that's messed up. Yikes. Okay, so well we'll I'll, I'll keep everybody updated. Okay, well I'm really excited. And I need to tell you about this polar plunge that I did. Oh my god. I was actually really I wish we lived closer, I would have gone with you. I know. Okay, so there's this weird thing that comes over me. Like, I, I don't know how to explain it. I feel like, you know how there's, like, random phobias for things? Like, I feel like there's something in, like, that... I, th- there's a way I need to describe this because okay. I'm sure it happens for other people. Okay. I don't know the name of it. But I will randomly get this, like, urge to jump into water, to, like, be around, like, literally dive into the ocean. It happens a lot when I've been drinking 
or when I'm hungover or when I haven't slept well. Like I'll never forget this one birthday. We were at Malibu Wines, which is like up in Malibu in California. And then we were driving down the PCH to go home. And I literally screamed at Steve. I was like, pull over the car. I need to be in the ocean right now. And I literally ran out of the car and jumped into the ocean with all my clothes on. Like it's an overwhelming feeling. Okay. So it's New Year's Day. I put Christian in for a nap. And I had this overwhelming feeling that I just needed to jump into the ocean. So I was like, Steve, I, I have to go to the beach. I have to go into the water. He's like, what? And I was explaining this to him. And he's like, you know what? I think Bob, our neighbor, said that there's a polar plunge going on today. You should go do that. I was like, I'm not going to do a freaking polar plunge. I'm just going to like jump into the ocean. And he was like, no, go do that. He's like, he didn't want me to like jump into the ocean by myself. He just thought it was dangerous. And he liked the idea if I'm going solo to at least go where there's going to be other people. Yeah. In case I get hypothermia and die, according to Steve. Fair. Anyways, so I'm like polar plunge. Okay, so I start Googling like polar plunges by me. And I find one. This is 1130 a.m. I find one that literally starts at 1 p.m. I'm like, oh my gosh. I was like, should I go to it? It's a sign. He's like, you should go to it. I'm like, really? He's like, yeah. I'm like, oh. So I start texting some friends that live by me. No one's answering me. I'm like, what am I going to do? I literally was like, you know what? I'm just going to freaking go. Went upstairs, packed a bag, put my swimsuit on, and I just drove to this polar challenge, polar plunge challenge. I had no idea what I was getting myself into. There was like a lot of people, right? There were thousands. Thousands? Thousands of people. I don't know why I expected it to be like 10 people. Like I did not think this was a big thing. I literally just- Is this a thing people do on January 1st? I think it is. Now I remember seeing this in the past. Yeah. But I don't know, like it just wasn't resonating with me. I think right. just because I just thought of, like I just had this weird feeling feeling that I needed to jump in the ocean. So I go to this polar plunge challenge. It's by the Sons of Ireland, which, which is like a charity organization. Oh, cool. Random. Thousands of people. Thousands and thousands. There was a live band that was so good. There was, this was like at this point noon, a huge bar in this ballroom. Well, the Irish. And I was like, oh my gosh. I was like, these people are crazy. Like, why are they, why is everyone drinking right now? And then I had two beers within a half hour. <laughs> I was like, well, if I'm here solo, like I might as well like have a good time. I ended up meeting this couple who like live in my town. They knew my neighbors. They're older. And I actually, I was like walking around by myself. So I was like taking all this selfie video and people kept trying to like jump in behind it. And it was starting all these great conversations. Okay, and at I love first that. I was like, oh, I feel like kind of cringe and awkward, like taking videos and photos of myself. But it started with so many great conversations that honestly, like I would do it again and not feel awkward about it because yeah. people are people are wondering why is this girl walking around with a tripod, you know? Right. You were having a good time. I was having a great time. So we go in, there was like even, oh, there's like people dressed up. There's all these kids there. I only regret, I was like, oh my gosh, next year I want to do this with Steven Nicholas. I was too. gonna say you should make it a full family thing. Full family thing. Plus Rayan. And Rayan. I'll be there. Absolutely. Oh my gosh. If you live close by, you totally would have came. I know. I would have been like, okay, let's go. <laughs> and it was so much fun. Like, so, and everyone there was very patriotic. Like people were singing like the Star Spangled Banner. Like it was just like a whole big thing. There was like, I just, it was such a movement. It was so much fun. So we <laughs> ran into the ocean and I can't even tell you, have you ever done a polar plunge? No, I've never done it. Okay. Me neither. I wasn't that concerned about the water. So you, you jump in. Okay. And at first I was like, oh. You just like run, like it's on a beach and you just run Run, in. Right, run straight in. Okay. And it's really exciting because everyone is just rushing towards it. So you don't have like a chance to like instant. Do you know what I mean? Like you are just full on going into the water. I'm holding my tripod too, like going into the water. <laughs> and at first I'm like, 
oh my gosh, this is cold. This is cold. And then I decided to dive in. I'm like, oh, okay. you got your head in. I got my head in. Because when I tell you I got like this rush of me to be in the water, like my head needed to be in the water. Okay. Um, and I dive in and I'm like, wow, this is like actually really refreshing. This is like so nice. Everyone's like running back out. And I'm like starting to float. I'm like, I can just chill here. Like I'm feeling good. And I'm starting to think about cold plunges. And I was like, I think you're supposed to be in the water for three minutes. So I'm like trying to like stay there as long as possible. And then all of a sudden, I start feeling like needles all over my body. Like, you know, the cold all of a sudden got me. I was like, oh, I was like, what am I doing in here? Like, I like, get I'm out. Like running out. I'm like, what am I trying to prove right now? So I'm like running out. And all of a sudden I'm like, okay, my body was red. I was like, this is such an interesting reaction to the water. And then I started to feel good and I ended up going in again and came back out. And it was just such an amazing experience. I'm so happy I ended up doing it by myself too. And I didn't really think about it, but people kept messaging me like, I can't believe you just are there by yourself. I can't believe you're there by yourself. And if I like waited for one of my friends to answer me, first of all, I never would have gone. Yeah. Second of all, they didn't even want to come with me. So I still wouldn't have gone. And I just feel like- And you such, wanted to go. I just wanted to go. And it's just such a good reminder that you don't have to wait for anything, anyone. Yeah. You can just do anything that you want on your own. And it was such a good reminder too that like, I'm a fucking fun time. Like, I, like, <laughs> yeah. I like hanging out with myself. Yes. I feel like I haven't had moments like that because whenever I'm by myself, I'm always freaking working. Mm. Like I'm not doing something fun, you know? Yeah. So it was just such a great way to start 2024. I'm going to be doing polar plunges every New Year's Day from now on. I'm going to come next year. Yeah. And it was so much fun. And also I need more Irish friends. Like what a f good freaking uh, time. The Irish. They are a good time. They are such a good time. In third grade, I convinced my teacher I was an Irish step dancer, and she called what? my— What? Literally, we were doing, like, a unit on Irish— Was there Irish step dancing there? No. Oh, maybe. There's a lot of people in kilts. Were they jigging around? They were, but there was, like, a—it was, like, a— No, you would know if they were step dancers. Okay, they weren't step dancers. Anyway, I convinced—my teacher called my mom and was like, how long is Ryan been doing Irish step dancing? And I was like— what are you talking about? She's like, Rayanne came up and showed the class. It was so good. I'm like, wait, did you know what you were doing? Or you just made I had it all seen out? it once at a rugby festival, so something. Or I think it was the Irish festival, but through my dad's. I don't even know, but I did it, and I convinced everyone that I was an Irish dancer. Wait, I, so, that is so funny and so random. So random. Wait, you're not Irish at all, are you? No, I don't think so. I don't think so. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Anywho. Well, the Irish are a good time. They are. They're a good time. They can drink. They can really drink. Yeah. Did you see anyone's up anyone's kilts? No. No. They don't I, wear all, underwear with them. All the men them. wearing the kilts were like all older men. Yeah. They don't wear underwear with yeah. them. Oh, they don't? No. No way. No, that's a new thing. You do not wear underwear with your kilts. Why the fuck would you not wear an underwear with that's your kilts? That's what you do. Literally, it's. I don't believe that. No. I'm serious. I'm sorry. What? No, I'm serious. You're going to wear underwear with, like, shorts and jeans and not with skirt? Yeah, that's literally the, like, I have a vivid memory of at this rugby tournament, a guy was— When you were in third grade. No, I think I was a little older at okay. this point, but he was wearing a kilt because a lot of uh, rugby players are Irish, weirdly. Okay. I don't know. He was sitting on this hill, and I just woke up and saw, bam. And my dad was like, yeah, then I'm wear underwear with the kilts. Interesting. I know. Someone can fact check I me, but I'm sure. if men chafe the way women chafe. I don't think their thighs are usually as, like, thick. Like, I don't think their thighs rub together like ours do. Mm. Has Steve ever complained Steve, about chafing? Steve has, but not, like, it's not like if he wears shorts or, like, a sweat. I think it's more of, like, just a texture of a Did pants balls thing. balls chafe on their leg? I don't know. Chris? <laughs> <laughs> Rarely. Rarely. But it does happen. Yeah, 
Yeah. Okay. Also, I feel like runners, like they True. chafe, right? Okay. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> Guys, well, Chris is our producer who, who um, he's just finding out about this, but we're going to be including him a lot more in 2024. <laughs> Um, Okay, we're going to share our ins and outs for 2024 because everyone has been doing this on Mm. Instagram. So, Christina, start us with your... Should we each do our ins and we'll each do our outs? Sure. Okay, give us your ins. Wait, are we going to do ins at the same time? And outs at the same time? Or am I reading my whole list first? Read your whole list. Okay. And if you feel inclined to share an explanation for any, please Mm -hmm. do. Ins. Doing things on my own. Like the polar plunge. You started off January right away. I love it. Two, planning trips in advance. That is not going to happen. Actually, you know what? Yeah. That, but that is okay. a goal. At least having one trip planned out. Because I feel like for me, I get really upset. Like, I have all these trips I want to do. And then work ends up happening. Life ends up happening. And I don't do certain trips. And I feel like I just need something to look forward to. I need to at least start planning a trip. Yes. So okay. that is something. Prioritizing personal health. This is huge for me, and I I think it was maybe, like, the third week I was sick in December, and I was like, never again. Like, I cannot allow myself to get this sick. I need to start taking daily vitamins again. I need to start working out consistently. And I also need to be on top of doctor visits. Like, so I think on the 4th, or I have a doctor's, like, a physical planned. I was like, I want to do blood work. I want to get, like, I want to get all the things checked out. Like, health as well. This is very, very important for me in 2024. Number four, hosting parties, which I already started. I hosted a New Year's Eve party. and It was so much fun. We had such a good time. And I was like, I'm so good at this. We need to do it more often. So I'm really excited to host parties. One, because I just, I want to like cultivate a friend group. I feel mm-hmm. like I don't have one. I mean, I do, but like I'm excited to just bring the people I care about together. Yeah. So that's exciting. And then five, defining personal style and not just buying into trends just because. Mm-hmm. So those are my ins. My outs, deli meat and bagels. Where did this come from? Did you eat too many of them I and feel now like sick of them? I just freaking love both so much. And every single time I have a turkey sandwich, like a deli meat sandwich, I get sick. I feel so nauseous. It just, oh, and there's like this you really. You love it. Maybe you love a turkey sandwich. I love it. But I feel sick every single time okay and then same with bagels i feel like i love a good bagel but whenever i have a bagel to start my day i just feel like it's not a good day mm. like my stomach doesn't feel well like i feel like my mind's a little bit clouded i don't feel energized i don't want that anymore okay it's out it's out two comparing my life to people 10 years younger than me I'm so glad you said this one because I have been catching myself doing that too. And I'm like, why the fuck am I comparing myself to a 22-year-old? Literally. Literally. Sometimes I'm like, the people I'm comparing myself to are like 25 years old, like 25-year-old TikTokers, like whose lives could not be more different than me. I'm like, bitch, you are 35 and a mother (laughs) of two kids. Like, how are you going to compare yourself to a 25-year-old who lives in the city when you're in like suburbia? Like, it's just a completely different world. Yeah. And I just think comparing yourself should be out in general. But if you're going to look to someone for inspiration and someone who you find aspiring, right, at least have be someone who's in like a similar life playing field as you. Not someone who's 10 years younger, like who's doing something completely different, you know? Yeah. So... Anyways, that is so out because, oh, my gosh, like, literally the lamest thing ever. <laughs> I'm like, 25-year-olds, Christina? Get a grip. What are you doing? <laughs> out, 
out, out, out. Um, gel manicures. Look at this. Look at my hand. Do you know that this <laughs> manicure, this manicure cost me $100. No, that's crazy. $100. Look at this finger. Look at this finger. This is embarrassing. The fact that I spend $100 every couple weeks to get a manicure that doesn't even last, I'm ashamed. I'm embarrassed. It is so unnecessary. And for me, I'm like, oh, it's for my work. Like, I need to have, like, a nice-looking hand. That's fine. But, like, this shit doesn't even last on me anyways. Yeah. It's a waste of my time. It's a waste of my money. And, frankly, I'm spending too much time being upset about a manicure that doesn't last. And it's just, it's out. It's out. Okay. Okay? I, I think— I'm going to try your manicures one time. One, try one time, the girl, she does Russian manicures, and mine lasted for, like, six weeks. Okay. So I think you should give her a try. I'll give one try, Okay. And if that doesn't last, then we out, we out for good. But I also think, I mean, I've been a proponent of like the natural, natural nails. nails in the summer. So like as it, when it gets to like May, we just do the natural nail. It looks nice to have like a short, clean, the buff only, nail. The only reason I'm against that is because I've had in the past a really bad nervous habit of biting all my nails off. Oh, you're if I don't a biter. Have, mm, not only okay. the nails, but the skin around it. Oof, okay, and I, I wonder where Christian gets the biting from. Oh, yeah. It's for me. So I'm going to give a shot, a shot okay. and then otherwise it's out. Another out, scrolling before bed and first thing in the morning, which I feel like is very popular on everyone's out list, but this mm -hmm. is something where it'll be insane to me how freaking tired I am, and then I get into bed and start scrolling, and I'm up for two more hours. I'm like, this is lame. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then my last out is doing any other errand before working out. This is something I find myself really guilty of, is, first of all, I do think that my time is just really limited, like with the kids and work and stuff. So when I get an hour to myself, I'm like, oh gosh, instead of being like, I need to like just go to the gym and work out, I end up running other errands. Mm. And then you don't make it to the and gym. And then I don't make it to the gym. Where really, I just need to prioritize the gym instead of the other errands. Like I'll find, yeah. a, like freaking have someone deliver groceries. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So I just need to prioritize that. Okay. I, I feel like I'm very aggressive right now. <laughs> Your energy didn't My energy pick up a bit. It's very aggressive. I don't know why. <laughs> I, I guess I'm really passionate about this list. When you started talking about the 22-year-olds, you got really fired up. At least it was that, not the gel manicures, okay? <laughs> I mean, that was pretty funny. Yeah, too. <laughs> Anyways, that's my list. What's yours? Okay, well, I'll get to mine. Okay, ends for me. Extensive nighttime routines. Mm. And this has actually helped with the phone time for me before bed. And I unfortunately don't know if you can do this because you've got, I've only got myself to worry mm -hmm. about. My nighttime routine, like I look forward to it. Like I'm like, and it takes like an hour long. So what's in it? Okay. So well, at five o'clock. Five o'clock, your nighttime routine no, starts? The first part of it. Relax. No, at five o'clock. No, I'm sorry. At eight o'clock, my <laughs> sorry, I'm getting confused. Oh my gosh. At okay. eight o'clock, my lights come on, my salt lamps. So they're all on a timer. timer mm, I love and that. my salt lamps come on. And that's when I'll like just make sure no other lights are on and mm. like and just yes. have that and that to get my circadian rhythm in the right, you know. Oh my gosh. Okay. I have something to say about this afterwards. Okay. So I've got all my salt lamps mm -hmm. on. I don't have any overhead lights on. Do what I need to do. I'll do like a tidy of the apartment. So like I like to go to bed. I'll take out the recycling. Like if I have any boxes, I've been trying to do it every mm -hmm. night so they don't pile up. Yeah. I take boxes That probably just out, feels good to wake up too. Take the trash out. I put all the dishes away. Like I do like a 20, 30 minute clean of the apartment. Mm -hmm. Then I will 
do an oil cleanse, take off anything that I have on. And with that, I'll do a five-minute gua sha facial mm, massage. Wow. Which, okay, I've been doing this for like four months now. And I don't know, I mean, in 2024, I don't want to talk about my eye surgery ever again, but I feel like my face has changed. Like, not even my eyes, like my face like shape. Like, just lifted? No, in a bad way. I feel like Wait, my face what? is like, I'm like, is this gua sha making my head, like, more blocky? What? <laughs> I literally feel like my face has changed shape, and I'm like, is it the fucking gua sha? No. First of all, your face looks amazing, and I feel like your face looks snatched, and, like, your cheekbones look high. Yeah. We okay, it's really funny though. Okay, but I was like in my head, I was like, like we're what still the fuck. So you think that, but you're still continuing it. I'm continuing it. I'm gotta drain it out. Okay, drain <laughs> it out. Okay, so I do that, and then I'll take a body shower, do my wash my face, shower, mm. do all that, get out of the shower, and I will do body oil followed by body lotion. Wow. Then I will put on my LED Thera body mask mm. for ten minutes, close my blinds, get my bed set up. Can you see through the mask? Like yeah. you can walk. Is it too heavy? Can no. you walk? Okay. You can do like whatever you need to do. Okay. Then after that, I'll finish my skincare, get into bed, read, do my, um, put my phone. Now is in the bathroom because I got a hatch alarm clock. Mm. So I plug my phone in, in the bathrooms. So it's not even in my room. And that is my extensive nighttime routine. It's crazy. I have a hatch and I freaking love it. You do. And I need to just put my phone in the other room. Yeah, plug it in in the other room. I need to. And you know what? Yeah, I knew, I just need to do that. Because then you're like, oh, I'm not going to get up and go check TikTok. Right. You know what I mean? I it's absolutely like, need to do that. Okay, I love sorry, that. Sorry, that was a very long in. Okay, real quick though. My mother is so annoying when it comes to the lights. This woman... Loves an overhead light. No, she doesn't. It is disgusting. I'm like, mom, and she complains about, she can't sleep. I'm like, mom, the fact that you have all the lights on at night, there's not a dimmer in the house. There's one dimmer. I'm always like trying to dim the light in her house. And she's like, oh, it's so dark. <laughs> I'm like, it's 10 o'clock at night. Like, why are all the lights on so bright like this? She just does not understand. I need to send you this TikTok of like this this couple who's like interior decorators compares like overhead light to like. Oh, can you send it to I'll me? I'll send it okay. to you. It's really funny. Um, okay. So my second one in is low lift hangouts. Mm. And this is, I, I think that a lot of people feel exhausted by socialization sometimes because now like the way everything is built up, like you really have to like make plans to hang out with your friends. Whereas like it used to be more integrated. And that's why I think I was so happy in LA was my best friend lived mm -hmm. above me. Like I could just be like, hey, let's just like go walk and do like it wasn't yes. an effort. Yeah. So I really need to find people in my neighborhood that can be like low lift hangouts. Like I have a girl for you. Oh, send her my way. I will. She lives a couple of blocks away from you. Yes, please. Um, that can just be like, I'm walking to get a coffee. Want to come? Do you know mm -hmm. what I mean? And it's yes. like, if it works, it works. Or it's like every, you know, Tuesday morning we do a walk together and mm -hmm. you get the socialization in that. It's not like, oh, let's go get a drink. Let's go yes. do like, it's just in your daily routine. I need I, more of that. I love that. I feel like I need more of that too. And I'm, I'm trying to make that happen with my neighbors because for yeah. me in my ideal world, I want to be like, it's like two o'clock, be like, hey, you want to come over in a half hour with the kids and like yes. do a play date? Like it should be spontaneous. It should be easy like that. It yeah. doesn't have to be like, oh, like I texted a friend and she's like, oh, we're free like the week of January 21st. I'm like, January 21st? I don't know what I'm doing January 21st. Exactly. I'm not making plans to hang out with you from now though. Like, Which is another reason why I think we all need to move to Europe, but oh, yes. I digress. There, it's just set up differently where you go pick up your kid from school and then you walk home and you pass a park and then you talk to the moms mm -hmm. at the park, which I guess could happen, but we just drive to places. So I, it kind of changes I things. do think that could happen in New York because I'm also reading Andy Cohen's um, 
latest book, what's it called? Daddy Diaries. And he talks about having a nightcap every single night with his friends. Yeah. And he was like, this can happen nowhere else in the world besides New York City. And I guess he lives in the West Village and most of his friends live in the West Village. <gasps> so he'll literally put his kid to bed and then have a friend come over. Or like, I guess he probably has a nanny that's there too, or he'll go out. And I'm like, oh, this is amazing. Yeah. See, I actually did know that's why it's on my mind that I need to move. When I was subleasing in the West Village, so many things yes. that just like came up. It was just like, where now I feel a little bit more removed. Mm -hmm. Anyway. Okay. But um, yeah. No, Sorry, I have I a lot of reactions to your No, answer. that's fine. Another one, approaching people in public, mm -hmm. whether that is, like, it doesn't need to be romantic. It can be platonic too. Just like, you know, if you see, like, a cool girl at a coffee shop, be like, oh my God, I love your out, whatever it is. Just like more interaction in public. And this reminded me of the episode we did forever ago, which is just still one of my favorite episodes with Naz Perez. Mm -hmm. I love that one. Like, to, like, I noticed people would just like walk by in my apartment building and like avoid eye contact with each other. Oh, and I'm like, that. no, let's just, it's not even approaching people. It's just more like human interaction. So I am totally. like, hey, like, how are you? Like, just let's interact with each other, you yes, know? I but it is that. also in a dating sense. Um, mine, other one is tight lining my eyes now. What does that mean? You know, for Friendsgiving, when Kat put the eyeliner like in my eye oh, yeah. and all around, I've been doing that recently. Like the in lining your water lines, you mean? Lining my water lines. Mm -hmm. I have never owned an eyeliner until recently. Really? And so now I do that when I'm going out. I love that. Not on a day-to-day It probably day makes basis. your eyes look more blue too. Yes. Mm -hmm. Um, also finally, I want to be the irresponsible one in a relationship. Mm -hmm. I just have my shit together. Even like, uh, and this might be to my detriment, but like my apartment is taken care of. I mean, well, to be fair, I'm actually really irresponsible in a lot of things. I don't have health insurance for a while. Anyway. <laughs> you don't have a driver's license. I don't have a driver's license. <laughs> okay, so I am actually more irresponsible than I thought. But like when it comes to like romantic relationships, mm -hmm. I want to be the irresponsible one. I want to be him being like, ugh. Silly Rayanne, you lost your driver's license. <laughs> I'll drive you. Do you know what I, mean? I don't want to have to be the one doing that. You want to be Ugh. the Christine in the relationship, not the Steve? I need a Steve. Mm -hmm. Like, exactly. I want to be the fun, spontaneous, like, like, which I do have those qualities. I notice, like, when I'm around, like, my sister or certain people, I take on that role. And I'm like, oh, this feels so good. But then mm -hmm. when I'm around, like in past relationships or whatever, I had to take on more of the responsible role. Mm -hmm. I just don't want to do that anymore. Yeah. I do think that in relationships, though, it's a balance, right? Because for sure, I think I am like the silly, goofy, irresponsible one in many ways. But in other ways, I'm like for sure the more responsible or like I know exactly what's going on with the kids. I'm like packing their lunch yeah. and doing stuff like that. So but... Yeah. See, so he's like, Christina, remember I told you the keys have to go in See, this that's drawer. what I want. <laughs> I, I want them. I, exactly. Yeah. Um, I understand. Okay, outs. Hangovers are out. Fuck that. So out. So out. I've really. Does that mean that you're not wanting to drink? Or does that mean you have a secret hangover cure you want to share with the class? <sighs> I wish. Um, okay. No, I honestly, it's, I haven't really like said very much about it, but I have not for the last like three months have not really been drinking very much. I'll mm -hmm. go out and I'll have one cocktail if I really want like just the flavor of a cocktail. Mm -hmm. And then I just have been having club sodas. Yeah. Um, so I've not been drinking very much apart from New Year's, but whatever. Mm -hmm. um, hangovers are done. Um, letting men make you nervous. Mm -hmm. I find myself, I let them make me nervous. And then within two seconds, I'm like, that was stupid. Right. They never, there is never, never, 
anything that you need to be nervous about when right. it comes to men. Um, dating apps are out. I'm off the dating apps, mm -hmm. which is in combination with the approaching people in public. Right. Um, you actually kind of shared this uh, earlier, waiting for a partner to do things, mm -hmm. whether that's like a friend or a boyfriend or or whatever. If you want to do something, just go do it. Which I do feel like you're actually pretty good at. Yeah. Do you feel like you don't do it enough? I feel like I have kind of gotten, I was in that a lot. Yeah. And then I've kind of gotten into like, I just haven't as much. Yeah. And I just want to get back into that. Mm -hmm. um, and number five is performing. Okay, wait. I need more context because you love to perform. Okay, so this is... And um, I want to know what this means. Do you mean like you're not performing in karaoke? Like you feel like you need oh, to put no, on no, a no. show? That is in. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> performing as in, I oftentimes feel like I need to... I've, and I've told you this before. Mm -hmm. Like if I invite someone to do something, I feel like I have to entertain them and make sure they have a good time. And like I'm so worried about that that I just need to like let it be mm -hmm. and not feel that pressure to like perform and be like... I think maybe it's we're unpacking this in therapy right now, mm -hmm. but I just want to be able to just show up and be myself. And if it's not always like this high energy, like yes. all the time, like that's okay. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So those are our ins and outs for 2024. Okay. I love that list. I think that's a good, I think that's a good way for us to start off the new year. Mm -hmm. um, but if you need a little bit more, you want more, you want to, you're looking ahead. You want to set your intentions for the year. We have on Alice Bell. She is an astrologer. We had her on the podcast in 2021. Mm -hmm. um, and we're going to kind of do a, a overlook. Is that the word I want? Yeah. An overview. An overview. <laughs> An yeah. overview of 2024 for each of the rising signs. We kind of see what is ahead for you, maybe what areas of your life are going to be more prominent, whether it's career, love life, family, um, based on your rising sign. So you can kind of get excited for 2024. Yeah. And I think that whether you like what you're the messaging is for your sign or not, I think it's just important to like listen to it and acknowledge it because I feel like at certain times of the year, you might feel a certain way. You're like, why is this happening for me? Yeah. Um, but everyone has like their own timeline and you need to live by like your timeline and not someone else's. Mm -hmm. So I think it's a really useful and helpful and just a fun little episode. Yes. So Alice is an astrologer. She's an author and the resident astrologer for British Vogue. Mm -hmm. So she's going to just jump right in and give us a look ahead at what is in the stars for 2024. She shares something for me that I'm just I shook by. Ooh. So I would love for you. Actually, I'm like, oh. Let me know what you think about it. Let me know what you think about it. It's just so crazy when something's been on your mind and then someone says it and you're like, what? Well, anyway. Okay, for us, Christine and I both have the same rising sign. And I'm sorry, but I was freaking out when she was talking about how we're like trying to work smarter, not harder. Mm -hmm. We're maybe changing the way we communicate through our job. And I kid you not, you guys, before we recorded this podcast, Christine and I just had a two hour long meeting about exactly that. Yeah. Like, so it's just, it's, it's, I find it so fascinating. It's going to be so exciting. I'm really excited for 2024. And I feel like this is just a fun way to learn a little bit about the year ahead. So let's get into it. Let's do it. Hi, Alice. Welcome back. Hi, I'm excited to be back. We had you on the podcast in, I think, was it 2021. 21? Yeah. yeah, it was the spring of 2021. And that is what like unlocked my true, yeah. like 
fascination with astrology. You're yeah. like the first astrologer I talked to. Oh my God, I love that. And you got a reading from me a few months later. I did. Yeah. I need to go back and look at that because yeah. I took notes and I need mm-hmm. to go back and look and like see where everything shook out. Yeah, I need to hear updates. <laughs> I should have done that. But thank you for coming back to yeah. the pod. Today we wanted to talk about kind of like how astrology can be a map as people are like setting their intentions for the year, looking ahead for 2024. Mm-hmm. Um, can you kind of just give a little overview if someone doesn't know that much about astrology, how you can kind of use it, I guess, as a map. And if I'm even saying that correctly. Yeah. So there's two different types of astrology. There's the birth chart astrology, which Mm -hmm. is like those personality traits, like what's your sun, moon rising Mm -hmm. or Venus or Mercury. But then what I really love about astrology is that you can predict and understand like what phase of life you're currently in. And that's when you're looking at transits. So where are the planets currently in the sky and how is that influencing your individual chart? Is this kind of like when everyone's like, oh, Mercury's in retrograde? Okay. Mercury retrograde. A transit. Yes. Mercury retrogrades a transit. A full moon's a transit. A Saturn returns a transit. Mm. Uh, But for like the year long themes, I really zero in on the transits of Jupiter, Saturn, and then also the solar and lunar eclipses, because those really show how like that year long period will go for a person and where they're experiencing the biggest changes and developments take place. And is it different? based on each rising sign or like is it the trans okay so transits and rising signs yes because the rising sign shows how the rest of the chart is set up like what houses are ruled by what signs and then when you apply transits to that so like knowing that saturn is in pisces right now you guys are both aquarius risings so aquarius is your first house pisces is your second house knowing that saturn is transiting your second house for all of 2024 okay and so that would be an emphasis on money and like self-starting business for you mm, I love oh that my yes. gosh but for another rising sign it could be something like health or family right okay. yeah got it support for today's episode comes from one skin when I turned 30 last year something like switched in my brain and I really started focusing on how I could better take care of myself and that included completely overhauling my skincare routine and honestly my skin's never looked better And one thing I implemented to level up my skincare was OneSkin. Their products contain a scientifically proven peptide called OS1 that targets fine lines and wrinkles right where they start, which is in your cells. So OS1 is the first of its kind to actually turn back the clock instead of just masking the signs of aging. They have a full line of face, eye, body, sun, and travel size products. I use OS1 face as part of my nighttime skincare routine. And if you remember, we also had my esthetician Jill on the podcast last year, and she is also a fan of OneSkin. And for a limited time, our listeners will get an exclusive 15% off OneSkin products using the code TCC when you check out at oneskin.co. Start 2024 off right and give your skin the scientifically proven love it deserves with OneSkin. And why? So as you're, we're going to kind of like go through the rising signs and stuff in a little bit. You should look at that instead of your sun sign. Or should they kind of pay attention to both? First sun sign, if if you, so I'm going to talk about like the eclipses being an Aries and Libra. So if okay. you're an Aries, Libra, sun or moon, you can definitely listen to the Aries or Libra rising ones Okay, because that will apply to you too. Um, and then same with like Jupiter being in Taurus. If you're a Taurus sun, you may want to listen to the Taurus rising one. Okay. Or if you're a Gemini sun, listening to the Gemini rising. Okay. Yeah. Um, so can you give us like kind of a, if you have any like big picture for all the signs for 2024? 
are. What are yeah. those stars? So overarching themes. So yeah. looking at, um, so we start off the year, January until the end of May, Jupiter's still in Taurus. This is a transit that started at the end of May of 2023. So it's a year long transit mm -hmm. that's wrapping up. Um, so Taurus is a lot about like the practical, more mundane parts of your life and having like greater stability and structure. So just overarching themes for everyone might be like, how can I find like a, a sense of like peace and groundedness in my everyday life and like mm -hmm. really accomplish more at work and also finding meaning in like smaller things like going for walks and appreciating nature and like that type of thing. Almost like how we talked about romanticizing the little things in your life. Yes, yeah. yes. Um, and then halfway through the year at the end of May, Jupiter shifts to Gemini for a year until the spring of 2025. Um, so that will be a lot about like socializing, communication, travel. I'm really excited for this one because it like emphasizes things like writing or meeting up with people and kind of having a lot of ideas that you want to get across. Um, and then we still have Saturn in Pisces, which is a longer three-year transit that started in March of 2023 and goes until February of 2026. Mm. So this is the second year of that. And Saturn and Pisces themes have a lot to do with like innovations in creativity and spirituality. Um, so seeing that in your own life, but also in the world at large, like maybe there's some type of huge creative advancement going on this year. Interesting. Um, or maybe more people like taking things like their spirituality spirituality more seriously and also mental health stuff too. Okay. Um, and then also the solar and lunar eclipses are in Aries and Libra. So if you have those signs prominently in your chart, like your sun, moon, rising, expect to go through more major life changes this year. Yeah. Is you're yours? an Aries sun. Yeah. You're an, an Aries, Aries sun. sun. Yeah. Something like more significant. So like what I mean by that is like maybe a big shift at work or um, like getting married, that type of, I don't know where you're at in your oh life. Oh my gosh. Do you like, have another baby? I'm like, are you yeah. have a baby? Because last Honestly, year Honestly, yes. I was kind of looking <laughs> at your chart. And I was going to start this Sweat. It was giving me strong pregnancy vibes. Oh, my God. <laughs> you want to know what's so crazy? I just went to a party at the end of the year, and um, we we were, like, pretty drunk, and we were talking to people, and, like, a lot of these people follow me on Instagram, mm -hmm. and they were like, I'm just going to say it. You got to have another baby. Oh, my God. And me, like, drunkenly, I was like, I've been thinking about it. <laughs> And Steve's like, what? Yeah. Steve's like, have we? And as the night kept Steve going on, people husband. kept talking about this. And we're like, mm -hmm. yeah, we're going to have another baby. We're going to have another baby. And then we were talking to one of our other friends there. And we're like, oh, yeah, like, Lee and Kelly just convinced us to have another baby. And he was like, are you out of your mind? <laughs> oh he was like, God. you guys have a drink. So it's just, like, funny because we haven't, we didn't talk yeah. about having another baby until that night. Yeah. And we haven't talked about it since. I'm just like, what other okay. major, th I'm like, you moved, you had a baby, you, like, like those, those are saying. two huge, yeah. but I just feel like there might be something big like that happen again. Um, also yeah. because there's that ongoing emphasis on like business and money for you guys. Maybe it's also something bigger in career, like a more mm. major business opportunity comes through. I love um, that. with those eclipses specifically in your third and ninth houses of your chart, there's also a huge emphasis on like travel for you guys individually. And also learning mm -hmm. and like, I don't know, maybe changing up how you podcast or how you put out content on social media, that type of thing. This is so, we just had a meeting about really? things we are literally changing and doing this year that we've never done before. Oh my God. So everyone stay tuned. But that is, that's really crazy. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Whoa. So those are the bigger transits happening. Sure. Okay. The eclipses in Aries, Libra, Saturn in Pisces, and then Jupiter in Taurus, and then Gemini. Okay. Yeah. 
Um, can we kind of run through the rising yes. signs and let people have like, you know, I feel like this time of year where we're setting our intentions, we're getting started for the year. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think this is kind of good to like look ahead and see what the year has in, in store. Yes. So, and, and also just because we're doing rising signs and I feel mm-hmm. like a lot of people are very familiar with their sun signs, mm-hmm. but beyond that, they might not know what their rising sign is. Yep. And I know even for me, like I know what my rising sign is, but I still get a little confused by it. Mm-hmm. So can you give people an easy way to access that information? Yes. And then also just explain what your rising sign is. Yes. Okay. So the rising sign is the sign that was on the Eastern horizon at the moment you took your first breath when you were born. So you need your exact... So like your sun sign is like what month you were born in. Like all Scorpios yeah. are born between like October 20th, November 20th. Whereas your rising sign, you really need that exact time of birth because it changes about every hour or so. Mm-hmm. Um, so the rising sign, I like to think of it, I, like I think of it as more how you present yourself to the world, what people immediately notice about you, and also how you approach like new experiences and new relationships, like what immediately comes naturally, where the okay. sun sign is really that sense of identity you're growing into your whole life, and it might not come as easily to you. Uh, so that is like sums up the rising sign. And then you can find it, like if you know your exact time of birth, mm-hmm. you can go to websites, like my favorites are astro.com or astro-seek.com and enter in your birth, your birth information, your birth time, your city of birth. And it's the rising sign is also known as your ascendant. So mm-hmm. if you see like okay. your ascendant is this sign, that's your rising sign. Okay, perfect. Um, or you can download an app like The Pattern or Chani is a great app. Yeah. Um, What's the other one? CoStar. Co-star. Yeah. 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 I make everyone download the pattern in CoStar. Yeah. And I run, whenever I start dating a guy, I make him run a bond, my bond in the pattern. Oh my God, yes. It really freaks <laughs> him out. Um, maybe that's why I'm single, you guys. <laughs> Which, uh, anyway, okay, I'm getting on to myself. Okay, so let's go through the, the rising signs. Okay, so we'll start with Aries rising. Like I said, Aries, any Aries placements are going through these like major life shifts where you're kind of tapping into a new sense of identity, maybe uncovering different interests you never knew you had. And that will later maybe inform what you're doing in your career or the next life direction you're headed in. So Aries risings, expecting those bigger life shifts, but also on the other hand, the eclipses are in Libra, which is their seventh house. So changes in relationships as well. Like maybe getting into a relationship or um, getting married or possibly going through a breakup if things don't feel right there. Um, Also, Jupiter starts off the year in the second house. So it's a lot about kind of self-starting business, making more money for themselves, maybe getting a raise at work or expanding their own business. And then halfway through the year, it shifts more towards communication and things like travel and making new friends, feeling more social, developing things like writing or speaking related projects. So that's Aries rising. Um, <laughs> okay, I have a question though. Yeah. So when you're saying like maybe more travel or like getting in or out of a relationship, like how can someone be like, okay, this makes this is what the universe is saying or the signs mm-hmm. are saying for my sign, but how can they apply? Is it just like maybe if they're longing for travel, like during this time, like you should really focus on booking a trip or I guess what are the tangible ways to like take this information and apply it to themselves? Yeah, so I always say like astrology isn't... <sighs> It's not something you have to like fight to like access, I guess. It's more 
like if you're this is your rising sign, you're already kind of feeling the urge to do more of that mm-hmm. thing. It's so already kind of like lean into it a little bit. Yeah, it's just like reflecting what you're already feeling intuitively. Um, I would say you don't need to like force it and be like, I have to book travel because astrology says so. More like opportunities to travel and to attend events and meet new people will naturally come up at that time Got that it. the transit's going on. Okay, perfect. Because I yeah. feel like even what Alice was saying at the beginning with like the overarching things for like our rising we're like we're already That's doing right. we're like oh my gosh like we're that already working sense. on we're already like feeling that exactly. pull to like do, do those that. things that you just described yes. yeah yeah, yeah. That's a good question. Yeah. So moving on to Taurus rising, um, it's kind of similar, whereas Jupiter's in the first house, Jupiter's in Taurus for the first part of the year. So they are getting a similar vibe of like, who am I? What's this new identity I'm forming for myself? Maybe feeling more open to new experiences or taking risks in some area of their life or like a happy personal life event going on for Taurus rising. Um, I would also say the eclipses are shifting to the 12th and 6th houses for them. So it's a lot about like mental health and physical health and like prioritizing those areas more. Um, So maybe wanting to like exercise more than usual or like change up their diet or just like kind of process heavier emotions that they've been keeping repressed. Mm. Um, Halfway through the year, it will change more from being so self-focused to the second house, Jupiter and Gemini transit for them, which is more about money and having work opportunities. So work will pick up in the summer for Taurus rising. Um, Moving on to Gemini rising. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I know, I love what's rolling through it. Yeah, moving on to Gemini rising. So they have the eclipses in the 5th and 11th houses. So this is a lot about kind of experiencing changes in friendships and like how you relate to people and also learning to tap more into like unique creative abilities and become more comfortable sharing their full personality, whether that's through like a creative project or at work or just really prioritizing like what do they enjoy doing on their own time and how can they balance that with like friendship commitments. I would say the first part of the year starts off kind of slow for Gemini rising and like maybe a bit emotional or just like wanting to keep to themselves more and focus more on like spiritual type activities like meditation or astrology, for instance, whereas like halfway through the year when they hit the summer, just feeling way more energetic, like turning over a new leaf, um, feeling more comfortable being seen and having bigger opportunities come in. Mm. So if the year starts off slow, know that it'll pick up second half of the year for you guys. I love that. Yeah. Sometimes I feel like it's hard for people to get into the year and May or June coming around and you're like, yeah. the year's halfway over and you almost feel like it was a wash, but no, yeah. there's still half a year left. Yeah. And there's always like difficult periods of the year for each like rising sign mm-hmm. where it's just things are harder. Like it could be the summer and everyone's having a great time, but it's not their time of the year really to you're have like, a Why are fun. things not like, like yeah, sometimes happening. I feel like I'm like, I'm like, why do I feel like I'm just like, ugh, like I'm like, like mm-hmm. it's just sticky kind of. Yeah. Kind of like that. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so Cancer Rising, they have the eclipses in the 4th and 10th house, so a lot of changes going on with career and home life. So possibly moving or having like a big career pivot or new opportunity come in there. It's really like these more concrete, like more visible changes going on for them. Mm -hmm. And then the first part of the year starts off pretty social, like very involved with other people and like group commitments. Whereas for Cancer Rising, halfway through the year, it's like, okay, I need to rest more and prioritize my mental health and spend some time alone. Like, what do I want to be doing? Um, so they, they're they like opposite of Gemini Rising, where they have the slower part of the year take place in the summer onwards. Okay. Yeah. 
I'm trying to like as we're going through this, I'm like, I need to know what Steve's are too. So yeah, like, look I up can give Steve's this. Yes. I have it written down somewhere. <laughs> Take notes for him. <laughs> um, okay, so Leo rising, which is me. Um, so Jupiter starts off in the tenth house of the starts off in their tenth house for January till May. So it's a lot about expanding within career, taking on new work projects, mm-hmm. maybe feeling overwhelmed by workload, honestly. And then the second half of the year shifts to more like relationship oriented, um, where it could be that new romantic relationships are coming up or like feeling more connected to friends and meeting new people. And also the theme kind of because Leo rising is opposite of Aquarius rising like you guys. um, It also has that theme of like travel and learning and developing communication based work like podcasts, writing, um, social media stuff. Mm. And then moving on to Virgo rising. Um, they have the eclipses in the second and eighth house for the year. So it's a lot about, it's, it has like a big financial component to it where it's like, how can I be smarter with my money and maybe invest or save more or ask for more money at my job and kind of change up what I'm doing at work. Mm. And then also at the start of the year, they have this more connection to spirituality or things like astrology, um, And also just wanting to learn in general, like taking a course, whereas halfway through the year, Virgo rising, it shifts more towards career advancement and like getting bigger opportunities at work. Um, And then it's so many zodiac signs. I'm like, how are there 12 of them? I know. (laughs) Libra rising is similar to Aries rising because it's the opposite. So they have the first seventh house eclipses too where it's a lot about more major life changes because we get those two eclipses in Libra this year. Like the first Libra eclipse is March 24th, and then the next one is, I believe, early October. Um, And so that's kind of like entering into a major new life chapter and then also experiencing those changes in relationships too. Can I ask a question? Um, So is the sign that's like six months away from you, your opposite? Yes. Got it. Yeah. And like you'll notice in relationships, you often attract your opposite. So like Gemini Mm -hmm. and Sagittarius often attract and like Cancer Capricorn, Aquarius Leo, that type of thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Aries Libra. And that's based on your sun sign? All signs. signs. So all signs like have an opposite sign. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know what Steve's sign is? Steve's a Sag is his sun sign. Okay. But I, I can't. Uh, that's what I was just trying to figure out. I had it written down, and I can't remember if he's Libra or Virgo. Actually, no, that would be his moon. I don't know. I, I can't remember. Okay, yeah, we'll have to look that up after. <laughs> yeah. But that's interesting that he's Sagittarius because your Venus is in Gemini, so mm-hmm. it's opposite that Sagittarius, and your Midheaven in Icer Sagittarius Gemini. So that's a big sinister component. Sagittarius too. Oh my god. Okay, yeah, you guys have a lot of connections yeah. there. That's why you guys are. That's just crazy. Match made in heaven. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> like, um, sometimes I want to kill him. But okay. Yeah. Um, also for Libra Rising, they kind of have like a more introspective start of the year where they might be dealing with like, how can I improve upon certain behaviors and cut out negative patterns I'm sick of repeating, mm-hmm. like kind of a therapy transit where it's like, I want to get better like on my own and then have more advancement go on like outside in the second part of the year. Like they'll feel noticeably lighter once we hit June and it'll be like, okay, it's time to make travel plans. Mm -hmm. It's time to learn and like have these new experiences. Mm -hmm. Whereas the first part might be a little more difficult for them. Um, Scorpio rising, similar to Taurus rising, has the eclipses in the 6th, 12th. So again, focus on mental health, physical health, really taking care of their body. 
Um, also maybe experiencing changes at work, um, even if that's not a major career change, just noticing how things at their company that they're at start to shift a little and their role is different. Um, and then the, their year is very relationship oriented as well. Scorpios. Yeah, Scorpio rising. Ooh, okay. Yeah, so it starts off the first part of the year is like, more about like forming new relationships and fostering like one-on-one -on -one friendships, not so much like group involvement. And then halfway through the year, it kind of shifts to how can I share more of myself with someone and like move past blocks with intimacy or mm. share money with people. Like if you're in a business partnership, maybe it's like opening a bank account together or maybe getting married and doing that kind of thing. So a lot about partnership for them. And then Sagittarius rising, they also have that theme of like changes with friendships. And maybe it's not even like that they're going through a lot of change themselves. It's more like the people that they know are going through these big life shifts. So, so mm. for instance, like maybe their friends are like having kids and moving away, that type of thing. Mm. Um, but then also having developments probably happen in their love life, um, feeling more like open and confident when it comes to that area and tapping into creative interests. And then also the first five months of the year for Sag Rising will be big with like advancement at work and growing there. Um, whereas the second half of the year is definitely more relationship oriented. So good for like meeting someone or having something like happy happen mm -hmm. within a relationship. Mm -hmm. um, Capricorn Rising, similar to Cancer Rising, again, they have these huge changes going on at home and with family. So like career advancement, but also maybe more focus on like changes in the family or possibly moving. And then the first part of their, the year is like more relaxed. Um, maybe work isn't as intense and it allows them more time to like find hobbies and activities and ways to express themselves creatively. Whereas the second part of the year work picks up a lot more and there's more going on there. And it's more about like, how can I manage my time the most effectively because I'm extra busy right now. Um, Aquarius rising, which is you guys, mm -hmm. again, like what I mentioned, the eclipse is in the third and ninth. So the learning, the travel, the changing up, how you express your ideas to the world through different communication forms. Um, also like the first few months of the year, very focused on like home and family, feeling more connected in that part of your life. Or like, I know you both recently moved, maybe mm -hmm. there's like renovation or redecoration, something going on there where you feel like home is where a lot of the energy is going. Mm -hmm. And then once we get to the summer, it's better for like socializing and love life and dating and like having fun with people. Whereas the first part of the year is definitely more like a bit more introverted and like I only want to keep up with the people I already know and like my family. Mm -hmm. Right. So I love that summer's about to be popping. Yeah. <laughs> like, ooh. And this summer is also that pregnancy transit too for any Aquarius risings that do want that. I'm not getting pregnant. <laughs> I think you're getting pregnant. Um, and then finally we have Pisces rising. So they also have the eclipses in the second and eighth. So again, the financial aspect of um, how can I make more money for myself? How can I be smarter with my finances, with investing and saving? Um, also mm -hmm. maybe overcoming relationship issues and learning how to work through conflict better. And then the first part of the year is very that like on the go energy. Like I want to see more people. I want to take day trips and kind of like follow wherever their curiosity is taking them. Whereas the second part of the year is more about home and family mm -hmm. and expanding and 
expanding in that area of their life. So moving possibly or just improving existing family relationships. Mm. Are there any like blanketed overarching themes? Like for instance, I saw this TikTok video and Mm -hmm. I sent it to Ray where it said the two signs that are going to be the luckiest with money this Mm. year or wealth are like Aries and Leo. Yeah, are there yeah. are there like themes like that that we can share for all the signs? Like who's going to have the most luck with business? Who's going to have the most luck with wealth or love? Or yeah. does that not really exist? That was kind of like what was here, like how you notice similarities between yeah. the rising signs. But I yeah. would say like the ones that are most focused on career and money at the start of the year are the fire sign rising. Mm-hmm. So like Aries, Leo, Sagittarius. Mm-hmm. Um, and then whereas the ones that are more like introverted or home and family focused or mental health focused at the start of the year are the air sign risings like Gemini, Aquarius, Libra. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to th- I'm trying to do this on the spot. And then, sorry, I no, don't no, want to say. <laughs> so when you see like common themes like that, it really has to do with like your the fire, like water. Yeah. Or, interesting. Okay, I didn't realize There's like that. a trio of houses in the chart that mm-hmm. all kind of have similar underlying themes. So there's not only just one career and one house that pertains to career in the chart, like for the fire sign risings, their second, sixth, and tenth houses are all ruled by earth signs. So Jupiter is going through like one of those work houses of their chart mm-hmm. for the first part of the year, meaning like all three of those fire sign risings work is more important. Got it. Yeah. Well, we're it's supposed a lot to of- be <laughs> becoming millionaires, billionaires. I feel very confident <laughs> in that. No, yeah. everything we say is like, yeah, the, that, there was a TikTok that was like, the luckiest in money is, I think, our rising sign, Aquarius. Or I don't even know what it no, was. No, it was, uh, what I read was Aries and Leo. Leo. Oh, yeah, but yeah, it's yeah. interesting to know that if it should really be more applied to your rising. Because I do feel like yeah. a, a lot of times I see these things and I'm like, Gosh, I just like anything that's positive for me. Yeah, Do you yeah. know what I mean? So it's like easy to just. Yeah. And you don't know, like you're just seeing like a meme really or a video. But I like how you said it, Alice, because it's kind of like, I mean, Christine and I just had like a two hour meeting about a different ways we want to switch things up and all that. Mm-hmm, and then mm-hmm. to hear what you kind of like laid out for our year, I'm like, oh, it just like, it, it's like, yeah. oh, it just kind of clicks a little bit. Mm-hmm. Or if sometimes if you're feeling like oh my God, why do I just like feel like I'm not meeting anybody or I'm being antisocial? Mm-hmm. I don't even really want to go out. Like for me, the January is like going to be the first month that I've been home for like a full month oh in a God. really long time. So that makes so much sense yeah. when you're like, you're focusing on the home and you're f- like yeah. wanting to be, you know, just more home focus. It's like, oh, that makes yeah. sense. But I yeah. especially think if maybe you're feeling like something is slow or harder, I like looking at astrology because I'm kind of like, okay, there's an overall plan. Like this is part of the process. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. it does it. It's, it's something else is coming around. You know, yeah. something good is coming. Like maybe yeah. this is my time to rest or be chill or focus on myself rather exactly. than relationships. So I think that's helpful to hear how, how yeah. you broke it down. Right. Yeah. Especially because you could be seeing someone who maybe has completely different signs than you having like mm-hmm. the time of their life and you're like having this FOMO mm-hmm. and you're like, why isn't it not happening for yeah. me? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's especially helpful with like career and then also dating. Cause mm-hmm. it's like, you don't need to be on the apps trying to force something all the time. Like right. it will come when it's meant to. And then yeah. the same with like career success. Like you might see someone having like a huge, amazing year with career, but your time for that could be like next year or the year right. after. So mm-hmm. it's not worth like beating yourself up for not doing enough to be like that other person. 
Right. We can't expect ourselves to have like be like relationship, career, family, mm-hmm. all of that all the time. Yeah. Like there's yeah. a time and a place for all of those categories. And there's Which always is honestly really hard to admit because I yeah. feel like you want it all and you want it all mm-hmm. at the same time. Yes. Yeah. And there's always going to be like these slower periods. Like for instance, like the Gemini rising having the slower start to the year. Like you have to have those necessary times where not a lot's happening in order to like figure out what do I want to do next Mm -hmm. it can't just always be go 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 yeah yeah that's hard for us I know same (laughs) (laughs) um oh that's so good okay do we have time to kind of go into Christina's eyes charts for the year yes yes will I meet the the man of my dreams yeah let's do race first okay yeah (laughs) let me pull up her chart really fast Um, I can't believe you're gonna have a baby stop I hope it's a girl that one (laughs) yeah your chart was so home and family focused that makes so much sense. It does make sense. Because you sure. just moved. You're mm-hmm. like settling in. You're going to be decorating the house. We're mm-hmm. putting a cold plunge in the back. And a sauna. And a sauna. Do you, are you, so you're settled where you live. No, like wanting to move. Because that could be, there is like still home activation there, especially in the summer. So oh, my lease is up in August. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I've been really contemplating if I want to stay or if I want to move. Yeah, Because yeah. like I moved to New York in February and I do like, I love my apartment, but I feel like, I don't know, when I was in LA, I had this apartment where mm-hmm. I like a small building. I knew all my neighbors. Mm-hmm. I loved my neighborhood. Whereas like I find myself kind of not having that here. So I'm like, yeah. do I want to move? Do I not? So I really don't know, Alice. Okay, let's take a closer look because that'll be right around your birthday and major events for the year tend to happen clustered around your birthday. Like that oh. really sets the stage. Okay. Um, but just looking at transits because you have that IC line, which is like represents home and family in the chart. That gets very activated end of July, August, okay. um, which would be like action going on with home. Hold on. And home can be like family too. Like yes, yes. Okay. Is home relationships as well or no? It's more family relationships. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, I mean, I actually see it being like a really good career. Like career is going to take off in some way. Headed into like the yes. late summer, you might start to feel this as early as like May, June, in the lead up to your birthday. I do feel like relationship is on the horizon too. It's just very work focused. It looks like there's a lot of growth and like energy put into your career. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, in a good way, a really positive way, if that's been like something that's been hard recently. Yes, Um, actually. (laughs) Just feeling like, yeah, that makes sense. Like I've been kind of feeling like, I mean, we talk about this all the time. We're kind of like, what do we like stagnant? Almost. Stagnant. What do we want to be doing? Yeah. And like now we're like really trying to like switch things up and like pursue different things. So, mm-hmm. yeah, that definitely. Yeah, is. I see that frustration that like from 2023 with yes. work like this past few months. So that will definitely change like the further into 2024 we get. And you'll kind of have an aha moment about what to do with career and like more growth there. I would also say dating like it doesn't. Relationships don't look like the easiest, but it looks like there's more there's more going on there. And it looks like you're kind of like looking for something more committed or that's coming in. Okay. So it may be that like if you start dating someone, maybe it's like a tough adjustment period to like being in a relationship after being single for a while. And it's like I have to learn how to compromise and like work with someone and getting over. Have you been maybe- listening to my phone calls? Really? <laughs> no, I literally, that is so crazy. Okay, continue. Yeah, Sorry. like just getting over certain mindsets around relationships and like healing yeah. that part of yourself. Yeah. But yeah, that's mainly what I see is like career looks like amazing. Like that's the really positive area where it's like tough 
tough growth with relationships, but definitely more going on there that, than has been happening. Okay. I mean, we got yeah. something. Yeah. But career, that's okay. That's exciting. No, but I was literally telling, mm-hmm. I think I've told all my friends, I'm like, I feel like it's going to be hard for me when I start getting into like another serious relationship because mm-hmm. I've been single for so long. Yeah. Like to break those habits and not yeah. break the habits, but just like change those habits and, and have like compromise. That's hard. And have. Li- I, I yeah. honestly have not <laughs> had to compromise with in a relationship yeah. with someone in like five years. Like yeah. that's crazy. Or you even have to like yeah. think about someone else, honestly. Right. You can just do whatever you want. I know. It'll probably be yeah. good for me to like yeah. so we'll see. Yeah, but it's okay. Also, there. I feel like that just helps you yeah. like if you if things are being like a little stubborn or a little tricky mm-hmm. and you know, you're finding like that resistance, like no, it's okay. Yeah. There's yeah. some like growing yeah. pains into change. Yeah. And, like, just to contrast, like, looking back at 2023, I mentioned, like, the career maybe frustration, but it was also so much about home life for you last year, which makes sense because you were, like, moving and you yeah. had this new apartment and this new city. So yeah. that's, like, where all your all of your emotions were in 2023, mm. whereas it's a shift once we get to closer to your birthday, 2024. Okay. Yeah. Did you have any other questions? Was there any, what about like travel? Is travel a big thing for this year? That will be particularly big. I would say right around like end of March, most of April, and okay. then again in late May, June, um, and then also again in the fall. So this would be like end of September, early October. Okay. Yeah. So those would be key periods to watch for with travel. Okay. Interesting. Yeah, it looks like a good year overall. Like, there's a lot of like positive stuff surrounding work. I'm okay. kind of jealous. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Yeah. Perfect. Okay, let's hear Christina's. Okay. I know I'm nervous now. Okay, let's go back. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you're April 7th. Hold on. Sorry, this might take a second. Oh, no, no worries. Take your time. Thanks for switching around on yeah, us. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Can you tell me if I will finally find a manicurist who can freaking do a manicure yeah. for me? In New oh my god! I'm telling you, you gotta go to the girl in Midtown. <clears throat> okay, so I'll you're born you in info. New York. It's born in New York. Birth time is four twenty-two. Yes. Okay. Here we go. Okay. Alice, I'm really nervous, and I'm going to tell you why. Mm-hmm. I feel like. And it's hard for me to articulate this because in a way, 2023 was a huge year for me. And Mm -hmm. like so many exciting big things happened. Like Mm -hmm. I had a baby. Oh, my God. I moved across the country. So you just had a baby. I had a baby last January. Oh, my God. I had a baby. I bought a house. I moved across the country. But weirdly, like it didn't feel like a successful year. Mm -hmm. Even though like I would argue that those are like pretty successful things Mm -hmm. and like big big life moments that happened to me, but I, 23 was just hard for me. Like it wasn't, emo- you weren't like emotionally content based or like, yeah, I, I guess know, I wasn't. That way. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I can see that like overarching themes, um, looks like relationship required more effort on your part last year. And there may have been like difficult emotions coming up within yourself and kind of having to look at like, how can I change like how I react or these certain behaviors? Like it was mm-hmm. a lot of like internal focus. Yes. Um, whereas 2024, there's like such a heavy emphasis on like children. And mm. I mean, like I mentioned, 
pregnancy possibly again. And I also <laughs> see why that sounds so funny to me. It's just like, that's like where your emotions are and like where mm. a lot of your energy is going is towards like maybe having like fostering a relationship with your child, um, all all one-on-one relationships, like with your partner, maybe also with close friends, look so much better than they did in 2023. Mm-hmm. So having like growth go on there. Um, I would also say with work, and this might apply to health too, because it's the sixth house, so it's work and health. But seeing, um, having more opportunities to do like work for like brands or like certain clients, it's like work for other people basically. Or it's like, I need to take better care of myself and like really get into, find like a better routine. And yeah, I need that. That type of mm-hmm. thing. Where it's like, it's more focused on these like smaller details of your life this mm-hmm. year. I'm seeing what else. Um, also a big thing would be finance and money. And this will be particularly big. Um, so either developing a new aspect of your own business mm. or... Um, yeah, I would say that's the major thing, like figuring out how do I work smarter, not harder, I guess, is like this overarching three-year three year theme going on for you until 2026, but it'll be particularly intense this spring, like right around March into April. Mm-hmm. And then also, again, when we get this first eclipse in Pisces, that will be September 17th, and that one will apply to that work and money part of your life too. Okay. Does this resonate? I mean, kind of. I guess yeah. for me, I'm like, I don't know what I'm looking for. Yeah. I yeah. want to have a great career year too, Alice. How do we make that happen for myself? <laughs> the great, good career year. I feel like it's it's definitely not bad for work. It's just more like doing work for other people, if that makes sense. I don't know how that would apply to like what you're doing. Well, I mean, I guess I work with a lot of brands. You work with a lot of yeah. brands. You have, you know, maybe like you'll be doing more TV hosting. Yeah. yeah. Maybe... Who knows? Yeah. Maybe we'll be doing more events with brands. I feel like interesting. But then you also said like a working smarter, not harder. Mm -hmm. That is a huge goal. I feel like I actually work really hard and not smart sometimes. (laughs) Like I really do. I'm like, no, it's true. (laughs) I think we both are guilty of that. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Work will be a big theme in those like time frames Mm -hmm. in the spring. Like I told you, like during Pisces season and then also Mars goes into Pisces throughout March Mm -hmm. into April. So there's like this big couple month period in the spring where it's like, okay, time to develop a new aspect of my business Mm -hmm. or bring on more clients and be met with like opportunities there. Okay. I love that because I do feel like I've been searching for something for a while. I'm like, Mm -hmm. how do I, like, I feel a little stagnant. Yeah. Yeah. I know what you mean. Okay. I need to know more about this pregnancy situation (laughs) because it's so weird. I haven't thought about having a baby. Mm Mm-hmm. I honestly even feel crazy having this conversation. Yeah, yeah. Because it's been, it's so soon. Because it's so soon. But at the same time, it's weird because if I want, I feel like if I do want to have another kid, which Mm -hmm. I'm not 100% sure if I do. Mm -hmm. But if I do, I kind of feel like, and I hate feeling like this, but I do feel like there's like some sort of timeline where it's like, well, you just got to freaking do it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I know what you mean. Because I'm getting older and I also, I'm in it now. Mm -hmm. Like I don't want to have to like be in it again. Yeah, like that's the phase of life right now. Uh, yeah, which has been, but then at the same time, it's such a challenging phase. Yeah. And amazing in so many ways. But it's just weird that you said that because I just started having these thoughts mm-hmm. of like, is this something I want mm-hmm. within literally like the last two weeks? See, and that's so interesting because your birthday is not until April. So yeah. see how that, those thoughts maybe start 
occurring more frequently mm-hmm. in that lead up to your April birthday, I would particularly pay attention to June, like end of May, June. Gemini season's a lot about like kids and maybe the topic of pregnancy being more prominent at that time. Mm-hmm. And then also the end of July, August timeframe as well that part of your chart will get activated again. So those two periods, maybe you're like, okay, I do want to start trying. And Mm -hmm. um, this is something that I actually want. Interesting. Yeah. And even though Ray and I are both Aquarius rising, you don't mm-hmm. see the pregnancy in her chart. No. <laughs> I kind of there's like yeah, a confusion. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'd be a single mother. Because <laughs> it's like you guys have the same transits going on. Um, so the same houses affected, like those mm-hmm. overarching themes. But then I also look at another chart, which is your solar return chart, which is created at your birthday. And it mm-hmm. kind of gives the vibe for okay. the 12 months. And hers is way different than yours. Like yours is very focused on like family and um kids and that that part of your life okay well I love okay that. is this this is a little bit off topic and an overarching question mm-hmm. but like let's say someone doesn't want kids could you see that maybe reflected in your chart like oh I yeah. see like oh, I don't really see kids in your future yeah I could see it just like not being a priority um I see. Okay. there's no way to like definitively know I couldn't like look at someone's right. birth chart and be like they'll never have kids but I can see how it's like less of a like main part of their life okay yeah interesting mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, we're going to get filthy rich and have some kids this year. <laughs> we'll have to listen back at the end of the year and see, I know. see where I know. we're I'm at. I'm so curious to see if it plays out like yeah. that for both of you guys. I can't wait to tell Steve. He's going to have a heart attack. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, that was so good. Thank you, Alice. Yeah, thank you for having me. Are you? Do you still do personal readings? I'm not doing readings at the moment. I'm coming out with a series of workshops on how to time activity like this in your life, cool. like how to time career change, romantic activity, that type of thing. Um, my book also comes out in America on January 23rd. It's called Trust Your Timing. So excited. Um, okay. Yeah, so that's about understanding your love of life through the lens of astrology. Mm-hmm. Like, why do you have certain dating patterns? Why do you keep getting attracted to certain people? And also how to time, like, when will more dating activity or relationship events come up for me? I am getting this book. Yeah, That's <laughs> so interesting, Alice. I didn't. Yeah. I knew you had a book coming out, and yeah. I didn't. So January. January 23rd. 23rd. Yeah, it came out in the UK last year, so there's a big launch for that, but, like, the US one I'm really excited for. That's amazing. Yeah. Congratulations. That's so exciting. Yeah, thank you. And then I have my um, weekly podcast, Astrology with Alice, where mm-hmm. I go over the transits, like what's the energy for every single day of the week. And that comes out on Mondays. Amazing. So if yeah. people want more, yes. that's where they find you. Yeah. Yeah. And can you also share your handles if people want to follow you? Because yeah. I love your Instagram yeah. graphics. Yeah. So <laughs> um, my Instagram is Stock Alice. And then my website is alicebellastrology.com. And then I'm on Substack at Astrology with Alice, too. Alice, thank you so yeah. much. This is so exciting. I'm excited for 2024. Me, too. Thank you so much for tuning in today. For more information on this episode, check out the show notes on our website, theconfidentcollective.com and find us on Instagram at Confident Collective. And if you really loved what you heard, screenshot today's episode in the podcast app and share it in your stories and don't forget to tag us.